Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. Well, today we're at Heartbreak Hill Running Company in Central Square, uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, speaking with the co-owner and president of the running specialty chain, Dan Fitzgerald. Uh, good morning, Dan. Good morning. Tell me about you know how you trans- transitioned from being a Boston College student to a uh, co-founder of Three Door Running Specialty <laughs> Chain. That's a that's a long story, but I'll give you the abridged version. Okay. So I. I came in as a freshman at Boston College with my business partner. Uh, you know, we were both track scholarship athletes, and we graduated together as co-captain. Uh, he went into accounting and finance, and I went into coaching at Boston College as a volunteer, and I worked at a run specialty store for about a year. I got out of that after about a year and went into the surf industry for seven years, oh. working for Quicksilver. And when the economy tanked in 2009, 2008, I got laid off there. And uh, from there, my business partner and I just started talking about what would we want to do. And, and both of our pedigree and histories were, were uh, in, in the sport of running, and we decided we could create something different in the running environment. So we founded South End Athletic Companies, what we were actually back then in 2009. So this is our, our 10-year anniversary is coming up this October. And now we're three stores rebranded under Heartbreak Hill Running Company. Our, our second store uh, was right at the base of Heartbreak. Uh, and we believe that that, that name and, and history uh, and legacy is important. Really, it resonates with people. You know, whether they've ever done the Boston Marathon or ever heard about it, everybody knows what uh, what love and heartbreak feel like. So we, we, we really love that brand and, um, and the logo. That, that I created, I designed that oh, uh, around, uh, and that's that's become the, the the core and foundation of the business as we as we push forward from from three to four doors. And actually, you mentioned the fourth door; it's not going to be here in Boston. It is not going to be here in Boston. We're opening in Chicago next. Uh, and in 2019 or 2020? We are opening in June of this year. Oh, very soon. Oh, very soon. Okay, very good. So <laughs> Chicago, get ready for um, Heartbreak Hill, and they will they obviously runners in Chicago will realize the association of the name, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think uh, our goal is always to, co- to to connect with people, uh, people who run. So uh, whatever, whatever, whatever a runner needs, wherever they are, we want to meet them with what they need and, and help them get a little bit better. And, and we uh, like to, to create and respond to the culture at large, the culture of running, and create just a, a space that connects. You know, connection is, I think, the most important piece of our brand. It's never been about selling stuff, even though that, you know, that's how we started was in retail. But really, we're more into over-delivering in services. And that's been a foundation of our business since the start, where when we started at South End Athletic Company 10 years ago, we, we started the first free speed workout in the city of Boston. There's nothing else going on like that. And uh, that's been really a, a driving principle behind what we do as a business. So at the time, it was a couple four-mile jogs were offered. And as a former 800-meter runner, I found it appalling that people would only go out and run slow and, and consider that running. And that, that is running. But I was like, you can get so much faster and improve you know, so much okay. quicker right. if you just if you just go to the track and do three by 200 with some drills right. once a week. You know, so, so that was actually our first workout was some drills, three by 200, two, a two-laps jog the turn, stride the straights. We recreate that every birthday party um, that we do for the store and from there has blossomed a whole host of services that, that we offer out of the business as well. Okay, actually, let me ask you a question about your 10 years. So you're going to celebrate your 10th anniversary here in 2019. How have you personally seen the running market or the running community in Boston evolve over the last decade? Uh, it's exploded. You know, when, when I graduated from college, I was I, I, I was done with running for the most part. I wanted to get into coaching 
coaching and college coaching and quickly turned into the surf industry, as I said. But back then, you know, my friends who were still pursuing their own running, the only option to, to join for a team were, were maybe the BAA or GVTC. And a bunch of my friends ended up running at the BAA. And now there are so many teams one can join just, just in the city of Boston. And, and, you know, there's really back then, it, you know, I don't think running was as cool as it is now or, you know, starting a running crew or a running club is just what everyone does. And it's something that the industry is it seems to be pushing a little bit. It started authentically. It's, it's, it's blossomed into the industry seeing opportunity there. And, I, and, and at the same time, it's still authentically growing and, and I think inspiring more and more runners. So it's, it's a really exciting time to be in do, Boston. Do you think this is a bit of a running old, but the renaissance for running, obviously when Phil Knight started Nike back here in Newton, Mass, right. in, uh, in New Hampshire in the late 60s, Blue Ribbon Sports, I mean, right. there was a running renaissance in the early 70s, maybe 50 years later it's back? Yeah, it's, it's, that's pretty funny. You, know, you mentioned Blue Ribbon. We just released the Blue Ribbon Sports Collection at our Newton store. You know, they re-released them, oh, okay. Nike re-released some product there. And that was exciting for us because I think that was the first running store. You know, that was the part of that, that was the leading edge of the first running boom. And to be tied into that legacy and history here in Boston as the oldest marathon and, and all of those things, I think really, I think we are definitely in a second running boom. And I think you can see it spreading really wide and, and crossing socioeconomic barriers and cultural barriers. And I find that to be the most exciting thing about our business. You know, our mission statement for our Heartbreaker team includes the fact that it, it breaks down all those barriers because uh, I, I think that's awesome. I, I think that that's what inspires me about running. And I don't want to digress, but I would imagine obviously 50 years, flashing back 50 years to now, 1969 to 2019, more women run now than back then. Our, uh, our Heartbreaker team is, I think, 70% women. Wow. So people ask, how do you get, you know, how, how do you get so many women to be a part of your group and I think it, uh, it's just a matter of providing high-level services and and treating them the same way as everyone else. <laughs> that's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's not an aspiration. It, right. I, I think it's a recognition of that we're, we're resonating with them. So to oh, me, it okay, just means keep good. doing what we're doing and keep highlighting their stories and providing great coaching and services. And then before we get to talk a little bit about the services that you offer here, yeah. Heartbreak Hill Running Company, I want to just ask you about, you know, has there been any, with all the influx of athletic and, and run brand Boston area, you know, Saucony, New Balance was the first here already, Puma going to Somerville, Asics is, in, is near the financial district. You know, has it helped to put more pressure on your business or have they, do they seek your advice? Yeah, sometimes they seek our advice. You know, it's never been a pressure on our business. You know, the pressure on our business, you know, anyone who's ever run a business knows that those are those are quite diverse. <laughs> Pressures are, <laughs> there are many. And they don't come from our vendors. You know, I, we don't respond to pressure from vendors anyway. You know, it's, it's much more, in our view, some vendors understand what we do, some vendors don't. And for us, the vendors also have their own strategies and we're not a part of it necessarily. They're, they're reaching run specialty. We're within that channel. They're also reaching big box stores. They're also reaching lifestyle stores. You know, they're, we don't always match and that's, that's fine. I, I, we came into this business in a very competitive landscape with other run specialty stores, with department stores selling run specialty brands, with uh, small box sporting goods stores, with large box sporting goods stores, and with the internet as quite robust things, not, not as a fledgling right. thing right. Uh, that people hadn't right. heard of yet. So we're quite used to that landscape, and we expect ourselves to be the driver of our own business. And when, when we can have a relationship with a vendor that empowers what we're doing, then it's a fantastic relationship. If, if, there's, uh, if it's just transactional, it just stays transactional, and, and we're happy with that. Uh, we respect the, the businesses they're in, but there's no pressure. Sometimes sometimes it works great. Sometimes it, it, it feels challenging, um, but it, it doesn't actually change anything that we do. Does it help if you have an issue with a particular brand that they're nearby? You could call them and ask them what's going on or get a sales rep. Maybe it doesn't. No, a good rep is a good rep. You know, I'll say, I'll, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where their company is based. Okay. If it just matters that, that you do your job well. Okay, great. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, tell us about, I mean, obviously I've been here visiting a store in Central, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and we're sitting in a studio with treadmills here next door to the store. Tell me about the services, uh, the unique events and services that that uh, your store chain offers your customers yep, and yep. how it makes it unique. Yeah, so so here uh, we're in our Cambridge running studio. We have 20 woodway treadmills.
Cardinals and we offer just like a, a Soul Cycle or Flywheel studio class for runners by runners. So I write all the programming and essentially it's a track workout in disguise or a hill workout in disguise. It has lights, has loud music, it has a coach providing you with uh, coaching cues and fun and conversation and, and then you grind through some intervals in that sort of high powered environment. And the advantage of the treadmill studio is you can't fall behind. I can have somebody who's <laughs> very slow running next to somebody who's very fast and they're both having a workout at their capacity and, and the workout they need. So, so that is a really exciting thing that happens in the treadmill studio. But to rewind, my goal is always to meet every runner where they are with what they need. So this treadmill studio is just one small piece of that. You know, it's, it's something that we can offer it two to six times a day, every day. So people can, can get the workout they want on their schedule. But then again, we also offer five free live sessions a week. So we host a workout right over here at the MIT track at 630 in the morning. We get over 100 people when it's a nice day. We had 100 people on Tuesday morning. We offer hill workout at Heartbreak Hill every Wednesday night. Wow. Thursday night, we do a speed workout uh, that complements the Tuesday session. Saturday morning, long runs. And those are just the free services. On top of that, we have at a affordable price what we call our Heartbreaker team. And, and we call it the best team in the world. You know, there are different measures. I think the Barman Track Club is probably the fastest team in the world. <laughs> but we think we're the best team in the world but because of the positivity that we bring to the sport. Uh, and to that group, we offer a wide array of services, a digital training portal that has beginner, intermediate, and advanced plans for 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathons, short form, ab videos, hip strengthening videos, strength training videos, and then longer form treadmill training experiences, sometimes with professional athletes, sometimes with uh, <laughs> some highly regarded coaches, and often with me and my co-coaches within the Heartbreak family. So our mission is to just over-deliver. Once you, once you catch the running bug or you're curious about the running bug, we want to empower you with the tools to get better at that. And part of it is getting the right shoes on your feet, but that's not the end of it. And, and for us, it's always about establishing a long-term connection with every customer that you can buy some shoes, you can find us because you need a good gait analysis. We do that well. But to me, that that's basically, you know, like having a restaurant that serves food. That's not, that, that's not, <laughs> not that's unique. not magic anymore. Not unique, you know, right you got to give me a break with that. So, <laughs> you know, even if, even if you have a high power gait analysis, it's still, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have the skill to empower a runner to be, to be better and make them want to get out there every day uh, or want to just discover a little bit more and make that fun, you know? So that, that's really well, the being a runner and a coach yourself, as well as having a store, you would, I, I think you would say that having the experience would actually grow the actual activity amongst people if they have to immerse themselves in it more so rather than just just rather than a product transaction yeah exactly you can you can uh, have a transactional relationship a lot of places you know here you know i think it's you know for me it can go back to the logo right I, like i said i designed the logo and it, it pissed me off that vendors would come into town uh, around the boston marathon and create this vertically broken heart totally unchic and would write heartbreaker on it you know like they're from boston and they're from san jose or something and, <laughs> right. and i would just that would just irk me so i figured we could design something more sophisticated and really you know with the logo of the heart i feel like uh heart is is in everything we do and we're always trying to just make that connection and make those people believe in themselves and believe that they can do more and see their own potential you know whatever it is if it's just you know we have a, a woman in her 60s on our heartbreakers you know our, our, our heartbreakers are probably like i said it's about 70 percent women and 65 percent of those women are between ages 24 and 44 40 percent of those women a little over are between ages 24 and 34 so it's, it's really a strongly female demographic but this one particular woman who's in, in her 60s on that group even though you know she's an outlier right. she feels so welcome here and her 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 big training breakthrough one of them was uh getting back to the end of a road race with the team uh while there's still beer left <laughs> you yeah, know, and, I, and that absolutely. really is you know it's it's those little connections that that i love you know where we also have some olympic trials qualifiers on our team you know we have a, a very wide range of of super talented runners and, and very beginner runners and and making them understand that there's a connective force there is is always my mission is is honoring the speed and the start at the same time and and making sure to foster that connection because sometimes if you focus on one you alienate the other oh, so that's always a challenge and a, a level of respect that i think of all of them that, that i'm trying to find and i think that's
that's that's just in in the humanity of the people that are coming oh, in and understanding that that's our grounding point not necessarily that you're fast that you're slow that you're that you're learning that you're you know we're not trying to classify people in these boxes right, and right, i think right. that's where vendors start to see things a little they get in the hole of like well how do we reach that consumer in this box you know we we don't have boxes okay. <laughs> we, we have people <laughs> well I, listen i don't want to alienate as we wrap here i don't want to alienate yeah. vendors but i do no, want no, to no. Ask, but i do <laughs> but i do want to ask is there one halo thing that you're running that you're running community here at your store chain wishes that the running companies whether they make socks or shoes or apparel understood that they don't think they still understand well enough that the vendors need to understand yeah I mean, I mean, you know i think it's a i i don't i think i i think about you know i think i don't think they're missing anything i think they're, they're sometimes missing that it's it's really just about the strength of the product they don't always need to find a new something that reaches a different market you know if you, oh, I, I think see. if you do what you do really really well and focus on that and making your core things absolutely great that's what it is you know like we're not going to venture into crossfit we're not going to venture into like we are a running brand and and to me when a company like peloton is out there pushing running they're named after a pile of bikes going down the road who wants running programming from right. i mean certainly it's a very powerful business right. I, I know they hire good people they can right. afford to hire great people right, right. so so it's going to be good programming but it's heart and core it's not by runners for runners you know it's right. it's and and that's so it sounds like you're saying that brands should stay to what they do best not try to stray into areas they don't know anything about yeah like, i think there's often chasing you know you see one vendor do this and then there's a chase to do that too uh, I, I i think just what would you call it fundamentals right it's fundamentals when championships it's, it's the same thing in business. It's the same thing, I think, uh, when big business and small business. Uh, and, and that's, you know, fundamentals for us are uh, we're, uh, we are the front facing, you know, we are the front lines dealing with and engaging with, you know, every kind of person who walks through the door, which is diverse as, as Central Square is. And walk a block, you see what right. that looks like. Right. Well, very good. <laughs> Listen, uh, to, to, to wrap up, you know, maybe you could tell me what you, what your, if you could tell me in a briefly, you know, what your objective is for your chain here in the next um, couple of years. Do you have an objective? I mean, obviously, you're expanding. Is that part of it? Or? Uh, yeah, the objective is to be the really the, the the strongest running brand in the country you know i think that's that's our aspiration we want to meet every runner where they are with what they need and uh, there are there are some pinnacle cities uh in our mind that that represent that you know the the next step for us is chicago like i said and we see a lot of parallels between boston and chicago in the sense that um chicago is certainly a bigger city but it's a very passionate sports city uh i'm an npr nerd and they have some of some of the best programming in npr is, is produced in chicago as well which i love but they have their professional sports teams they have a marathon major and a training journey for that obviously so uh, there are a lot of factors that make Chicago very attractive to us and, and um, we've continued to try to celebrate and serve the culture and people of running.